You are now listening to The Sound of Sanity. This sound will continue for the duration of the program. Greetings! Welcome to Sound of Sanity. I'm Nathan. I'm your humble and obedient host. We've got Benjamin Solzer, the preacher who's a teacher of sanity right there. Hello, Ben. Hello! Introduce Jake! Uh, it's Jacob Minsel, the pastor who's a master of sanity. Hello, Jake. Hi. We are about to engage in another one of the episodes where we engage. I'm using that word again. I don't like that. But we are... I dare say engaging with material that's been furnished to us by our fans on Discord, which you can get through to through patreon.com forward slash sign of sanity. You can make us talk about anything you want simply by dropping links into a channel on our Discord where we talk about things going on in the culture and society. So these are the things that our fans wanted us to talk about, and we are going to talk about them starting now. Chat GTP has been programmed to be anti-Christian, to think that Donald Trump is bad, to think that Marxism is good. And a bunch of other crap like that. Yep. That's true. And that is something that I feel like has been demonstrated in a thousand different ways by the time. Yep. Absolutely. This is old news. Yep. But worth mentioning. The thing that it makes you want to do is break up the monopolies that big tech have. That was the point that the author of this article was actually making is we need to break up Facebook. We need to break up Google. And that's an interesting one to make in commercial or in conservative circles because some conservatives are like, yeah, we feel threatened by the monolithic power that these companies have. And then other conservatives are like, wait a minute, free market economy. I myself am all in favor of breaking these companies up. You guys want to weigh in on that? I think we should burn them. That would work too. I've never been a staunch believer in, I mean, I like free market capitalism. I think it's good. I think in some ways you could argue it's biblical, but I don't, it's not the be all end all of existence. It's not like just having free market capitalism makes everything great. I think sometimes the government's got to step in. And I think as far as economic system, I don't know. I think economic sy- systems are kind of like eschatology, I would say, if I can be extremely spicy for a second. And that a lot of times people retrofit their principles to match their prejudice. Sure. Oh, I'm a really optimistic conservative person. Post mill. That's a good. I'm a really <sighs> cynical pessimist with no emotional self-control. <laughs> I hate everything post mill. Right. <laughs> wow. Whatever I am, I'm not that. Right. <laughs> Whatever I am. Do you have some kind of ability to deal with disappointment and frustration? I resent you and hate you. Mm-hmm. I like the Jews. I don't like the Jews. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> this, by the way, is why I, we've never talked about this on the podcast. Maybe we never will. No one's ever dropped an article that's made us, but. This is one of the things that I'm extremely suspicious about and actually and just don't like about most kinists that I meet 
They feel like they're racists that had to retrofit some biblical principles in order to justify the fact that they really feel threatened by black people. <laughs> and mm. I think that's stupid. And so they like find a handful of verses about place and people and they're like, yay. And it's like, nah, you know what? Yeah, yeah just be a racist. It's a free country. I know that's a, Maybe a, maybe some of our listeners will think that's a spicy take. <sighs> Certainly our listeners will be like, I came to my post-mill or my pre-mill or my A-mill by reading the Bible. And maybe many of them did, but they also think it has a lot to do with temperament. So there you go. That's what I think about chat. G-T-P. G-P-T. Vox article, judge says 13th Amendment allows for abortion because a woman being forced to carry a baby to term is like slavery. Yeah, let that baby go free. Bring it to birth. Is that what the article... Oh, that was a lame joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't help it. <laughs> That's so stupid. Well, the judge is being stupid. He's just, I know. He's just being a provocateur. I was just being stupid back, but I feel bad about it. <laughs> he's got ambitions, guys. He yeah. wants to be in the news. Or maybe it's mm. even a she. I don't know. I well, do anything yeah. not to click on this here box we article, are so. here we are promoting the here we fact are that promoting. this judge made this stupid evil dumb take next Luke Skywalker is LGBTQ plus Sam Smith oh sorry yeah I guess people were mad that Sam Smith dressed as <laughs> Satan <laughs> they just want him to go back to dressing as some kind of sub demon or something instead they really hated that he dressed it as, uh, I don't know, I'm sorry. Sam Smith is a pagan guy that is like non-binary and he goes around and he looks demonic 24-7 if you have any sort of conscience about sexuality. And then everyone was like, oh, he dressed in red leotards and did a evil performance. Let's share a million tweets about it with images from the evil performance. In video. In video. Lots of video was floating around. Oh I did my not goodness. look at any of it. I just logged off Twitter for two days because it was so obnoxious. Yeah. Everybody needed their hot take on evil people doing what they said they were going to do. And then this is like the week before the Super Bowl. So going in, I'm like saying things like, hey, guys, guess what? Crap's going to happen at the Super Bowl, and you don't have to watch it, and you don't have to share it. And then all these Christians are like, I guess you feel stupid since Rihanna's performance wasn't nearly as bad as Sam Smith. Yeah, I mean... It's like, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, this is such total NPC behavior. I don't know. I get really irritated with conservative Twitter in general and with conservative Christian Twitter because sometimes they'll just be like... Is this a thing to rage tweet about? Is this a thing to doom scroll about? Well, and you do realize you're participating when you watch even a second. You're of promoting. A, you're it. promoting it. That's what you're Sam promoting Smith it. wants. That's the whole thing. He was being a provocateur. He wanted to provoke you, so you would click and share, which you did. You stupid idiot. And every time you do that, you end up defiling yourself and other people in the process. Like there's nobody that was clicking and scrolling and watching that stuff that wasn't somehow defiled simply by being in contact with it and by being normalized. Yeah, it's like, like these posts I see where it's like, you see this all the time. I hate going to the gym because I have to look at these women with their legs in spandex. <laughs> and 
Yes. I hate that so much. <laughs> and I know that's not totally fair, but I feel like you do see almost that over the top where they're like sharing pictures. They're like, this yeah. is what I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> like. Or you could not go to that gym, you could build your home gym, or you could just keep your head down and your mouth shut, stop thinking about it, and stop talking about it. Yeah, and don't defy all the rest of us by describing what you don't like in, in, in so much detail that suddenly we're thinking about bad experiences we've had being tempted at the gym or whatever. Like, read all the verses in the Bible that say such sin should not even be named among you and realize that there are many things that are defiling mm-hmm. just to talk about. Speaking of which, can we talk about Luke Skywalker now? Yeah. Luke Skywalker is LGBTQ+. According to Mark Hamill. According to Mark Hamill. According to the Star Wars community. Wikipedia even has in this. I don't know whether that's actually canon. Like they canon, canon. They haven't done anything to make it canon that I'm aware of. They just have asserted it. Mark Hamill said, well, he's gay if he's gay to you. He said that before. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't is, know. Disney is a cowardly big corporation that wants to appease the woke tide of our culture, but also doesn't really want to lose business from conservatives. So they just try to be everything to everybody all the time. Yep. Star Wars already had a gay character. His name was C-3PO. That's my hot take. Well, he wasn't binary. We know that. Much. No, <laughs> he didn't speak oh, it. Oh man, that was a horrible joke. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe <laughs> I thought it. I thought it was that was good. pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can find. I don't normally engage in puns, but when I do, <laughs> they're horrible ones. <laughs> Those, the sound effects people seem to like it. Yeah, they did. <laughs> All right. Next, the Atlantic says America has gone too far in legalizing gambling and pot. I could not read this article. This you get behind, past the paywall. Behind a paywall. Yeah, same. I did read this article. There's nothing in it I don't think we would disagree with, besides the fact that it's written by evil people that suck. But they're like, hey, yeah, gambling pot's bad for society. But then you're like, this is the Atlantic. (laughs) (laughs) How the Harry Potter video game became an ethical minefield. This Uh, is an article by the think piece about... Hogwarts legacy was coming out, highly anticipated, but it was a question of morality for people because, of course, J.K. Rowling's a turf. Yep. You're going to be giving her money if you buy this game. Yep. Yep. She doesn't care. She's going to make a lot of money. I wanted, so does anybody know, is there actually a trans character in the game? My feeling on that is no. Serona Ryan is what this Vox article said. Yeah, there's some character. Hold on. I thought she was just coded. Okay, a character who's almost explicitly transgender. Almost explicitly. Almost in one scene says the line, you recognize me instantly, which was more than I can say for some of my own classmates. Took them a second to realize I was actually a witch, not a wizard. So apparently it's a witch who looks like a wizard. People were also trumpeting that, which is maybe the only reason I haven't bought the game yet. Because I just didn't... No, I, think, I didn't care to look into it. I think it would be a very minor component of the game for whatever that's worth. <laughs> Maybe a lot. I don't know. 
I think it's fun to have a little schadenfreude about all these people being like, oh, I don't know if I can play this game. Because it's like my whole life as a Christian, I have to ask these kinds of questions about, oh, this thing that I like and looks cool is made by terrible people. So fun for the shoe to be on the other foot. Not a particularly helpful or edifying thought, but that's the thought that I had about this one. Well, they're rooting Roald Dahl. (laughs) They are, they've got the Roald Dahl Corporation. The people that own his material have made hundreds of changes to the original text. They got a sensitivity committee together to scrutinize the text to remove words like fat or ugly. And to update the language, there's a place where he says a woman could get a good job as a secretary. And now it's like a woman could get a good job as a a CEO. CEO. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah, I know. It's very dumb. And it's very ironic that it would be Raul Dahl, famed misanthrope, anti-Semite Raul Dahl, of all people, that they would try and say, oh, you know, we're just updating him for a new generation. But- the whole was also going around had put in his contract or something like that, or said that if his publisher ever tried to change anything he wrote, that he'd stick his crocodile on them. The whole appeal of Raul Dahl is that he's he don't care. He's rude and he says he's scared and horrified by fat women. That's why kids read him because it's like, oh, this I also find smothering cruel fat ants to be horrible, but I'm not allowed to say that. Because I'm just a dumb kid. But Raul Dahl say it. He talks about how nasty everybody is. I mean, that's you don't have to like it. But if you do like Raul Dahl, that is Raul Dahl. He's incredibly misanthropic. And that's the fun. He said, the key to writing a good children's story is to remember that revenge is sweet. That was his formula was set up horrible people that we can all hate and then watch them pay. Watch them pay whether it's Mrs. Trunchbull and Matilda or the five horrible kids or whatever many there are in Willy Wonka. In Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Schadenfreude is what you're meant to get out or, or the twits, which is just a story about two horrible people being horrible to each other and horrible to everything and everyone until they die. <laughs> That's just, it's ridiculous that they'd go after Roald Dahl. It's also ridiculous that they'd go after James Bond, who didn't have time to make it in here, but James Bond, there apparently his company is going through and doing the same thing, removing racial epithets, uh, epitaphs and making James Bond more sensitive. You mean the novels? The novels, yeah, the novels. Wow. I'm sure the movies aren't far behind, but yeah. I mean, the, the movies. Are... Yeah. I mean, we just got Daniel Craig to play a very sensitive James Bond for the... Came up out of the water. He did come out of, up out of that water, but... Now he's still on his apology tour. Like You don't have to like James Bond, but the idea that you can have a James Bond that's that you can remove the misogyny and the jingoism and all that, like you, you remove all that stuff, you just don't have anything. Those, th- those were the primary characteristics of James Bond and the appeal of James Bond. It's, it's like they chose the two. I'm sure we could think of another author where it's like, you wouldn't be so much attacking the spirit of the work if you updated the language. And we still wouldn't like it, but I'm sure we could think of an author where it'd be less ironic. But these are the two that are just about as ironic as it could be. Now, we should say, since this article was posted in our Discord, the Raul Dahl Corporation has walked back a little bit. Now they're going to publish two different versions, and you'll have to 
choose. You'll have to know which one's which. It's not mm-hmm. like one will be marked the inclusive version, but it'll be like you can find the original text, probably have a disclaimer, and you'll just have to know which. You should know, though, if you bought any of these books on Kindle, they were silently updated on you. So you have the bad language in your Kindle version, hmm. even though you didn't used to have the bad language. So that is one of the problems. I love Kindle. I love the ease of e-reading, but that is one of the problems. That's you a don't hot actually take. own what you buy there. Right. You're simply leasing it. And they can change it. They can pull it. They can take it. Yep. You heard it here first, folks. Maybe you did. But it's very 1984. Yep. Mm. Yep. So, yeah. Next, there was an article from Compact about a black professor trapped in anti-racist hell. That was the name of the article. And this was a the yeah. story of a professor who was the mentor for a bunch of high school students who were in the Telluride program. And so basically these students got to go be part of a college experience, these advanced students that have been selected. And the professor, who's a black guy, tells the story of how some woke PAs or whatever get a hold of these students and the light goes out of their eyes and they show up as these nice high school students. And by the end of the semester, they have stopped talking to him because he's a racist, even though he's a black guy who's just reporting. I think he reported on history and used the word N-E-G-R-O and they didn't like that. So... Yeah, I don't know what to say about this article. It's a good article. It's interesting. It's interesting because you get the mindset of the professor. It's from his perspective. And he's a very liberal guy who's all about anti-racism seminars and Mm. inculcating wokeness in high schoolers and college students. And he sees the way that anti-racism can turn on itself and become an ever more exclusionary group with the people in it devouring themselves. Yep. Talks about a young woman who just does that she just serves as the agent of devouring yeah and she's like his teaching assistant and but he doesn't see the problem as inherent in the movement itself the problem to him is some like well we tried to do a workshop and a seminar together and they had different goals and that so he's blind he's aware of some of the potential issues but he's blind to the main thing which is that stuff is a killer yeah it's about hatred i always think about hb lovecraft when I think about critical theory, because H.B. Lovecraft just wrote stories about all devouring monsters that were trying to <laughs> break through the fabric of reality, and there was nothing he could do to stop them. And there was like, Cthulhu is coming. He is going to destroy the world. He is going to tear your soul apart and the souls of everyone apart. It's going to happen. There's nothing that you can do about it. There, you cannot stand against it. There's no magical formula. There's, you can't get a crucifix or holy water. He, it's just cosmic alienation, nihilism and fear. And that's the formula. And reading critical race theory stuff, I'm just like, it's the same thing. There, there is no, there's no solution. They don't want a solution. No. It's just, there's this giant monolithic problem and we're all copying our, we're all the victims of it. And end of story. And we're all the perpetrators unless we're ready to attack the other perpetrators. Yeah. Unless I can feed someone else to the monster, then as long as I can feed someone else to the monster, I don't get eaten by the monster. It really is a love of death. Yeah, it's very nihilistic. I don't know what else to say about it. This, is, this article is a good case study yeah. in that sort of thing. Worth reading. Hey, Indiana. Got rid of funding for the Kinsey Institute. Maybe. The House voted. The House voted. 
Senate could veto it or whatever, not vote on it, deny it. What's the word here? <laughs> anyway, it's not through yet. And I think our good friend Pastor Bailey pointed out what they actually should have done is said, we're going to drop all funding for Indiana University until you get rid of that horrible thing and burn it to the ground. Yeah, that'd be better. That'd be better. But hey, I'll take it. Yep. But it's more depressing to read these articles than anything because you had all the Democrats, of course, vote to keep the Kinsey Institute and you had three, at least three Republicans join them. And it's just like, guys, Alfred Kinsey was not a great guy. What are you trying to signal? And they said, based on the article in the Associated Press that reported the story, said, you know, based on some disputed ideas about who Kinsey are, they're not disputed. I mean, they are disputed because people dispute them, but you don't have to go farther than reading Kinsey's book than reading- The actual report. Sexuality in the Mail, whatever that book is called. And you will see the parts where he talks about things, experiments they did on children. And he's got them cataloged and he's got them in tables. And you can see exactly what experiments they did on children, sexually speaking. And I don't want to go into it on the podcast, but it's like, it's all documented in black and white. He wrote a book about it where he said, this is what I did. And these are the people that I talked to. And this is the, how I got the information. And it's like, he was talking to child molesters in prison. Pedophiles. He was talking to pedof- active pedophiles who were doing research for him by Engaging that in pedophilic, that he was protecting. He was into wife swapping. You know, he was having sex with all of the people that worked him. They were all having sex with each other. They were filming it. Lots of terrible transgressive stuff, sadomasochistic stuff with minors. That's just Kinsey. It's amazing that he hasn't been canceled. Actually, it's amazing that he has protected status. I understand why he has protected status, but. It's just interesting because this guy is like, I mean, he is as much of a monster and as much of an outright and well-documented monster as a Harvey Weinstein or an Epstein or whoever you want to name. In many ways, more well-documented than any of those guys because his life was documenting his perversion. So anything else you guys want to say about that? Nope. Alfred Kinsey, not a great guy. Hey, Warner Brothers making some new Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hmm. Hey. I guess Thorin wasn't the only one who wanted to go on a quest for more gold. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm sure they'll suck. What, yeah, what, 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 what do you want from us? There's nothing to say. Yeah, no. If they're good, then I will enjoy them. We'll be really they happy. They won't be. Yeah, they probably won't be. They can't be. Tom Bombadil spinoff? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Bombadil is just going to, if they bring him on, he's just an LGBT guy. That's all. He's married. He's married to Goldberry. Is he married? Yeah. You don't remember Goldberry? I the remember greatest Goldberry. character in the trilogy? Goldberry They're... will be androgynous. They'll be an androgynous couple. That's ah, okay. what I, I think Ben's right. I think the way to do Tom Bombadil is to make him gay, to make him... That's what they'll do. They something like that. I know it's terrible. Yes, it will be. There's an underground abortion pill network. Since Roe vs. Wade got struck down and it's a little harder to get abortion access in certain states, people have been mailing pills. Yeah. Just a reminder that Roe v. Wade doesn't remove abortion, and even if your state 
outlaws abortion, that doesn't remove abortion because they're not outlawing pills that kill babies. So they're not really outlawing abortion. Yeah. The vast majority of abortions, even before Roe v. Wade was outlawed, were chemical. And that has continued. And there's, it's going to continue. Yep. This is a reminder to pray and keep praying because this is not, it's not going away. Yep. Tell you what is going away, though, this podcast. I think we've talked about everything that we have to talk about this month. You guys got any more thoughts on Roald Dahl or Harry Potter or Luke Skywalker or Lord of the Rings or Alfred Kinsey? Everything is gay. Everything is awful. All right. Support our podcast. Contribute to these shows. Patreon.com forward slash Sound of Sanity. Until next time. Stay sane. Hey, and review us. We haven't gotten any good reviews for a while. Ben, what should the review say? Reviews should say, this was a helpful podcast about culture from a Christian perspective that helps me to eat turtles. Eat turtles and live the tension I feel about both turtles and eating them and the culture. That was Those turtles went all the way down. <laughs> they, they did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sad. I hope, our, I, hope, I hope the review that you write is better than that listener. We got a five-star review on Valentine's Day. Somebody on we Valentine's did. Day took time to give us a five-star review. Oh, man, their wife must be angry. What's it say? Or their husband. That rap did, Ben did there, though. Chef kiss emoji. This is from Grok. Grok? Grok. There's an L in there. In two Ks. All right, well, I want to thank Grok, and I'm sorry, Mrs. Grok. I'm sure he... Got you some flowers and took you to Ponderosa. And I still can't believe somebody was motivated to write a four star review because we changed our logos. <laughs> <laughs> they duck us a star? <laughs> they did. It was just like the title of the review is I Miss the Old Logos. Four stars. Interesting content, but I like the old look better. A better update should have been made. Okay, where's my new logo, fans? <laughs> I need you to balance that out. Go leave a five star review. Say the new logos rule, or don't even talk about the new logos, but come on. <laughs> All right. We already said it, but until next time, stay sane.